get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. He's former Blue Superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers. That's Alex Ferrario. I'm Brandon Kylie. Excited to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be, to be joined by Blues defenseman Justin Falk here on 101 ESPN. Justin, we really appreciate the time, man. How are you doing right now? Good. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing fantastic. So I wanted to start with just kind of open-ended. What has the last guess, two, three months been like for you as you go through kind of the uncertainty of when the season's going to start and what your off-season's been like so far? What have you been up to? That's pretty good. I get to hunt. I haven't been able to do that. So I won't get to do that for a while either. So I'm uh, doing all right, I guess. <laughs> uh, I mean, pretty much a normal off-season It's just, I mean, I guess it's not just because you don't know exactly when things are going to start, but uh, you can still pretty much treat it the same as normal. And I just get a little bit more hunting time, I guess. Justin, where are you hunting at, and what are what are you hunting? Uh, I'm in Minnesota. Um, I've been uh, pretty much – I did a little pheasant hunt and duck hunting and then uh, deer hunting. Have you had any big big hits this year? Uh, I did well. We did a – Sorry, load the TV in my truck, so... Oh, we can hardly tell. Uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, got tasked with bringing a TV up to hunting camp this weekend, so... Um, I, uh... No, nothing crazy for deer. We had a good pheasant hunt, and then, um... But there's still plenty of time for that, which is nice. And uh, hopefully it goes well this weekend. Yeah, actually, let's... I wanted to dive into next season just a little bit here. Uh... Look, there's obviously last year was an adjustment year for you. You'd spent the, the the majority of your career, actually all of your career, in Carolina with the Hurricanes. You had a very defined role uh, with that team. And look, everybody knows it's tough to go into a new team sometimes and find your spot. But now moving forward it, with this upcoming season, you're definitely going to hold a bigger role here. Colton Pareko and yourself on the right side. Uh, the team has added Tory Krug. Just for you, for your game. Uh, how do you get to being back to comfortable and, and feeling really good about yourself? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think I uh, just got to play well. I mean, I, I didn't play that well, so it's not anything like I'm not really viewing it as that I need to do anything super crazy or whatnot and, and change everything up as that I've done in the past. So I just need to essentially play better, and that's uh where I'm at with that, I, I guess. And um, like you said, it's probably going to be a little bit uh, a little bit easier just in a sense with uh, how the pairs might match up and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just taking it as I just need to play a little better. Yeah, let's dive into that just for a second because 
Like, like when I played, it was tough. Like I was bouncing around. I wasn't to your caliber, right? I was like a five, six, maybe, maybe seven defenseman on the depth chart. So I played with everybody. I played right side, left side, and it was hard to always find a comfortable spot. For yourself last year, you had to adjust to, well, one, multiple partners, and two, sometimes playing either left or right side. How much of a difference will that make for you just to settle in and play your strong side and, and hopefully not have a carousel of partners? Um, yeah, I think it's good. I think it helps a lot of a lot of people. I don't necessarily – I've always been one to kind of think, let guys uh, figure it out and, and spend some time together and uh, and and kind of create some chemistry as a pair. So, obviously, it's a little bit different. And, and I hadn't probably played left side since college. So, uh, But at the same time, I think uh, I was starting to get more comfortable at the end of the year there, uh, Well, which was – quite a long time ago now uh february and march and and then into the into the playoffs a bit with with kind of flipping back and forth and it is something i hadn't really done before so it took me uh obviously a little bit of time to get used to it and more comfortable with it but um it'll probably probably help and it's i don't think anyone's gonna deny that it's a little bit easier just uh sticking with one side or or having that clarity of knowing probably where you're gonna line up every night now tory krug uh, you know, a, a, an addition to the Blues blue line this offseason. Uh, I know you guys have a little bit of history. I think you guys played together at the World Championships. And if I'm not wrong, I think maybe even you guys played as partners for a little bit. Is is that something that you would, you know, welcome with open arms and, and something that you'd be comfortable with, having Tory Krug play the left side? Yeah, I don't think anyone's complaining about uh, that signing. Um, he's a good pickup, obviously. we uh, He's pretty well obviously very well established and everyone knows what he can do and he's he's a pretty good player back there so um yeah i mean if i don't obviously don't know what the what's going to shake out and how it's going to go but i don't i think everyone's going to be comfortable playing with him and um like you said we we did it before in a, in a rather short stint and obviously a different situation but we did play together a little bit at world championships there and um to be i don't know i think our team did pretty well that one i'm not i did a few of them so i'm I know which one it was. I just kind of drawn a blank, and I think we might have taken third or got a bronze medal there. But um, I think we were fine together there and and played well. So um, I don't know how it's going to shake out, like I said, but I don't think anyone's uh, upset about having to play with Krug. It's obviously by the opposite. So We're talking to Justin Falk, Blues defenseman here on 101 ESPN. And now, Justin, you said in your own words you didn't play that well last year. I'm curious, for, for Blues fans, I mean, a lot of them are still very excited to see what you look like in this team next year, to see what this team as a whole looks like next year. When you're at the top of your game, what should Blues fans look for that will be different than what we saw a year ago? What What do you feel that is different whenever you are playing to the peak, which we've seen from you so many times in your career, for sure? Uh, probably just more aggressive. Um all over the ice it's in the D zone offensively and kind of just the whole deal I think sorry I'm backing up so you probably hear that thing <laughs> deep in the just don't run over anybody but <laughs> now, now I'm off to Home Depot so you guys are getting the full tour today um, uh, yeah I mean I think it's just being more aggressive it's jumping up in the rush making plays um, more physical I like to play physical and uh, people probably think I don't. I'm not the tallest guy in the world, but 
I'm also not the lightest guy. So, um, yeah, just, I mean, that's just a combo. It's just kind of that, that style of play and it, it transforms all over in all, all aspects of the game. So when I'm like that I, and kind of have that little bit of an edge to me, a little bit more snarl, um, is when I'm at my best and, uh, probably should be seeing a lot more of that. Hopefully this, this coming season. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, Justin, people might think that, but I think differently. I've said that multiple times that you've got, you've got that edge to your game that you're not afraid to step up. It's not going to be every single shift because that just wears guys out. But once a game, you have that ability to rock a guy and have him staring at the ceiling. And we talked to Craig Berube yesterday about it. And I just mentioned to him, I said, I'd love to see, you know, Justin Falk continue to add that to the, to the game, certainly with a couple of big hits per game. But also the one thing that I wanted to talk to you about is the ability that you have to join the rush, right? Like that's always been a strong suit for you throughout your career. And the blues and the style that you guys play it really encourages defensemen to join the offense, to be a part of the rush. Heck, to get into the offensive zone and end up behind the net, it doesn't matter because, you know, usually there's somebody covering for you. How how does that play in for you? How much do you enjoy that part of it? Yeah, it's good. I think, uh, obviously, it's our job to, to pick our spots. And I guess I don't necessarily, I don't think I've ever really been one to kind of do it every single every single shift and, and just completely abandon everything else. Um, but with the team that, you know, it's, we're a smart team, an older team, it allows it, and you probably can a little bit more, and I need to probably capitalize on that and take advantage of that and a little bit more, and it's good, and it's a good thing we have, you know, pretty much every night in the lineup, six, six feet that can skate and, and move the puck and do all that well, so it, it makes it uh, a lot more easier as a team to to be ready for that and expected when, well, uh, guys are coming probably whether you like it or not sometimes. <laughs> back there so it's good we're talking with justin falk blues defenseman here on 101 espn now justin we talked earlier today about what the season is going to look like and when it's going to start when it does start where are the games going to be played will there be fans in the stands all of these different questions that are being asked right now for you trying to prepare for this upcoming season what kind of challenges does this present that you don't know when it is going to start? You don't know if there's going to be some sort of a bubble scenario where they've got hub cities or it, they've talked about maybe going and playing somewhere and then going home for a week. Like what, what is something like this? What are some of the challenges that it presents for a player like you getting ready for the season? Um, I don't know. Obviously there's some, some concern just without knowing how long training camp's going to be, when exactly it's going to be. I'm sure it changes the training styles a little bit for guys just with that with that unknown. But at the same time, I mean, I guess we're a younger league, but we, we just all went through it over the summer. So it's not like this is really too much different in regards to training. And actually, it's probably easier because guys have more access today than they did in, you know, April, May, when everything was shut down. So um, I think guys will be fine with it. And actually... Some people probably think it hurts older guys, but we've been through it in the 2012-13 lockout where we really had no clue when this was all gonna, when that was all gonna shake down or shake itself out and, and clear up. And you know, we were, think we were given a week to show up to training camp for 10-day training camp and then start the season with no exhibition games. So uh, there's plenty of guys that have been through something, something similar in, in a sense of not of the unknown of schedules and all that. And so I think guys will handle it just fine. And, like I said, most of us just went through it, or 99% of us just went through it 
All right, Justin, one last one here. Oh, sorry, but one last one here from me, and uh, it comes from our text line. A lot of people cluing in. I have no idea if you've answered this before or not, but people want to know, are you going to keep the number 72 or are you going to slide over and try to get back to number 27? Not a question from me, question from the text line. (laughs) Uh, I'll stick with 72. I'll let uh, Petro's number rest there. Um, I don't blame you, bud. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to be changing. If, if anything, I'll maybe go after Max number and take 28 and get some false jerseys in the stands. I think people would like that. But uh, there you go. You got seniority on them too. Just muscle them. <laughs> no, I wouldn't ever do that. So not that. Not my style. So, uh, yep, 72 it is. Well, Justin, we appreciate the time today, man. Good luck with your Home Depot run. We appreciate the time. We look forward to uh, talking with you soon and watching you hopefully soon this year. All right, fellas. Thanks for having me. Have a good one.